Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Lindsay via Instagram. We're on Instagram at What Fresh Hell Cast. Lindsay DM does to say, I have a two-year-old who used to love helping me pick up his toys. The mess never got out of control. Ever since he became a big brother a month ago, he is really struggling in general. Lately, he won't help me pick up his toys. And after I clean them up, he will run over and dump them out and pull all the books off the bookshelves. I have started leaving the mess until the end of the day, so I'm not spending all day cleaning. But yesterday, he tripped over all the toys and busted his lip open. Any advice on the toy mess and the transition from one to two kids? That would be great. Lindsay, you're battling two things here. First, the little prince has been supplanted, and you are right to have compassion about the struggle. It gets better. It gets better fast. It's only been a month as your toddler forgets that there was a time when he was the only one. And also as the baby gets more interesting and interacting with the baby becomes more interesting for him, the intensity and frustration of this moment will subside. And you're right to give him some more, give him a free pass, more cuddles, more all of that stuff. But the second thing I want to talk about was the cooperation. You are going to want to listen to our next full length episode, which is coming out in just two days about getting kids to cooperate. That whole episode will be useful. But something we talk about in the episode is that kids who are younger than three don't really understand things like sharing, things like taking turns. They don't understand the greater good. They don't understand cleaning up because we should because wouldn't it be nice if the house was nicer? They just really can't see beyond their own wants and needs when they're two years old. But what your child does want is time with you. So I'm wondering if you can make this, the cleanup time, something that you do with him. It's a little stealthy, right? But you say, oh, you know, let's sit down. We're going to clean up the toys. This is how you pitch it. No, 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 no. She can't do this. She's just a baby. She has to sleep in the swing. It's just our time. No, no, you can't come. You know, you can talk to the baby. The baby's not listening to you. You can't do this. This is just Charlie's time with mommy, and we're going to organize all of these cars. Let's look at the cars. Let's put all the big ones together. Can you show me all the big ones? Have them line them up. Have them organize them with you. Have him decide where they should go on the shelves, and even if it doesn't make that much sense, as long as it's off the floor, let him be like, they all go here. All the big trucks go there. Sometimes your kids will really surprise you. They're sort of organizational principles. He might want all the blue cars together instead of all the big cars together. You know, go with it a little bit and make it your shared time. 
Also, I totally applaud you for cleaning once and not all the time. That is the most important thing to do when you have a baby and toddler at home is sort of let go of the ongoing clean all day thing because you just can't. But the most basic solution, if your kid is just dumping everything out, is to give him less stuff to dump out. I encourage you to kind of think like a preschool teacher. Think about when you go into a preschool classroom or in the morning or a daycare, they don't have everything in the whole place out. They only have certain things out. Today, it's magnetiles, and over there is finger paints. Tomorrow, it's Play-Doh at the big table, and over there, it's beads that you can string. It's different all the time. This sounds like more work for you, but it doesn't have to be. Get some big Tupperware tubs. Hide it. Hide most of it. Stick it in your garage, under the steps, wherever you can do it. And then once a week after he goes to sleep, go through it, put some stuff away, and take other things out. When he wakes up, it will be like Christmas morning. And I'm telling you, kids do become much more absorbed with toys and books after they haven't seen them for a couple of weeks and when there's less to play with. So I'm not saying throw it out. I'm saying rotate, have the selection, but take most of those books out. Make this not a choice your kid can make. And then when he's feeling frustrated about his little brother or he's feeling bored, he has sort of fewer things to play with and to make a mess with. It does get better, Lindsay. Hang in there. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshlpodcast.com or reach out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You guys know how to find us. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact invented. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. 
On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.